Roger. We're talking real money. Live before a massive non-studio audience driving in cars and sitting in homes all over the Puget Sound region of America, along with folks listening online everywhere, welcome once again. It is an hour or maybe even two of some of the most exciting financial radio you will ever experience. It is Talking Real Money, the show. You were that close to sincerity there for a moment. I know. I I almost sounded sincere for a minute. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hi, everybody, buddy, buddy. I'm Don McDonald, and uh, over there is Tom Cock. Well, over there. You know, it makes it sound like he's like right next to me. Sounds well, like he is. Yeah. There's a picture of him mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, I look good. Uh, but but it's a 3,000 mile away oh, picture, which is, you know, with COVID, who wants to be that close anyway? Safe distance. Uh, oh, Lord. I'm not even, don't get me started on COVID, but do get me started. Do get me started on the vast majority of the financial advice providing industry in America, um, most of whom we believe are. Um, at best, irresponsible charlatans. <laughs> at worst, I'm not even going to say what they are. And, and we get, here's the thing. We hear from a lot of people. We, we do a radio show and a podcast. And one of the biggest things we hear is, well, I went to see my friend or my trusted financial advisor, my, my, my guy, my gal who says they're a fiduciary and they put me into, and whatever it is, it's always bad. I mean, it's almost always bad. Rarely, rarely do we hear tales of, oh my gosh, your advisor puts you in great stuff. We really love that stuff. I'd like to hear more of that, not the other. Indeed, we would. And and the numbers, by the way, we I think we've talked to like thousands of people this year, right? Between oh, the calls, the email. Anyways, yeah. a lot of people. And some we get to spend more time with than others. And one this week was just really illustrative of the awful things this industry can do to people. So this gentleman mm-hmm. is about five years from retirement, talking about a person I talked to earlier this week, and he's going to have a pretty good pension and pretty good Social Security benefit, and he heard about a firm. He went and saw them. I bet he heard about them on the radio. He did. Yeah, they're they're yeah. on the radio. They're fairly yeah. well-known. And if yeah. you go to their website, which we took the liberty of doing today, they yeah. say right there. I'm on it right now. Don't they use the... F word right there on the website. Yeah, it's. I'm sorry. It's the. It's the one, two, three, four, five, six. It's the nine-digit yeah. F word, not the not yeah. the other. Yeah, one. fiduciary. The, 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 the fiduciary yeah. capacity. They say, quote, uh, that they that quote acting in the client's best interest as a fiduciary. So what did they sell? Them? Well, so here, yeah, okay. Again, just keep in mind the whole thing they were <laughs> yeah, solving. They say for, they're a fiduciary. Yeah, they're solving for retirement income. As many of you in your fifties and sixties, that's really what you want to know, right? Do I, can right, I generate right. the money? Am I going to be okay? And in this case, this person's going to be fine. <laughs> They've got a pension, social security, but they took this, this firm took this other about $350,000, and said, look, we'll guarantee this. This will be guaranteed, and then when you need to turn it on for income, you'll be in great shape because this 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 product oh, will be paying. the G word. Yeah, the G word. And so this is a, a big annuity, $350,000 annuity, that uh, generated about an 8.5% commission. I mean, you can do is the math. Is it an indexed annuity? Yep, you can do the math. I mean, this is huge. Oh. And so, but the, here's the interesting part. When the conversation with this person was, well, 
you, Tom, you guys tell a great story. That's why I'm calling you. This person told a great story, too. It all sounded good. It made sense. The product seemed to fit, so I went ahead and purchased it. Now, the person that picked the purchased this product, how many peas is that? It, 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 he has decided he Peter does, Piper doesn't a want of to do personal it, product. doesn't want to own it anymore for the previously stated reason that the, the amount in the portfolio has actually gone down in the last year. How that's even Wait, possible, I do not know. How is that even possible even in a, a, no way you can lose portfolio? Yeah, exactly. Well, it hasn't got Okay, the value of when you look at the assets, those have not gone up. That was his, oh, those oh, his oh, words. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, But, yeah, and if they they had the, if they got it out, they're going to lose 10% Correct. of the surrender yeah, charge. Yeah, well, eight and a half. But anyway, the point of the matter is why, why, why? Why did you believe this person? Why did you trust this person? Well, because they said they were a fiduciary. They said they're going to put my interest yep. first. But let's talk about this a little more, Don, because there's uh, some fine points that people need to pay attention to. Oh, please. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. If you're getting yourself, you're finding yourself looking at a product, call us first. First. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Fiduciary Follies. I'm Don McDonald. Along with Tom Cock at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Yeah, fiduciary follies. Because it is it is so funny. We've been doing this uh, this particular podcast. This iteration? This iteration yeah. since 2014. And back then, nobody. We would talk about fiduciaries, and nobody, nobody knew what a fiduciary mm-hmm. was. The term was not in the vocabulary. It is now. Everybody claims to be in the financial services industry, claims to be a fiduciary. And let me tell you, most of them are lying about always. Thank you. Being always. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking about That's this specific problem. case where, where somebody went to them because they were told they're fiduciary and then they get sold a product. And then I looked at their website. Their website does say, yeah, we are a fiduciary, but we also have this insurance thing, which I don't mm-hmm. understand how they can say both. Well, you know, the problem is it's going to have to go through a court somewhere, and I, and I have to look. It may have, but the, the reality is the Department of Labor, when they were putting their new fiduciary rules in many years ago, in a, no, in essence, they totally said that something like an indexed annuity was not a fiduciary product, that you could not sell an annuity inside a retirement plan and fulfill your duties as a fiduciary. So it's been made relatively clear that those do not fall under the fiduciary standard. And the, the key is, here's, not, here's the differentiation, I believe. A fiduciary is required to act in your best interests. If your advice is determined or could possibly be swayed by a commission, by the receipt of a commission, then it no longer can be considered best interest because it's tainted advice. Yeah, and think about the, the the person that's in the chair that can either be the fiduciary or sell you the product. Now, just think it through. On a $350,000 annuity, mm-hmm. 8% is like, what, $27,000 or it's something? It's $28,000. Oh, 20, okay, $28,000. $28, or 
I could yeah. take that same three hundred fifty thousand dollars and manage mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It could take you With many, a only advisor, many, many who, years to make it, well, that money. It would, it would take you about seven, seven years. years. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, it creates this huge. Do I conflict of yeah, interest? Do I have enough to get the make the boat payment, or do I'm you know going to eat crackers? I mean, it really is conflicted advice but your point when we brought when we discussed this pre-show was okay it's easy to say this but if i'm listening right now how do i protect myself what do i do to make sure that i'm getting conflict free advice you're not gonna like the answer because (laughs) the answer requires that you what did some people say? Put your big boy pants on. Yeah, I don't know. We can it, say that it, anymore, but well, actually, you can't. Big, big girl pants, yeah, okay. big boy pants, yeah. big human pants. Uh-huh. Put on your big human pants because you you have to take this more seriously than you do. Right now, you think managing money is all about a relationship with a really nice person uh, whom you know through a friend or a relative, and they would not possibly do you wrong. Or you heard them on the radio. Or you heard They're them on nice the radio. They're nice people. They're nice people. Yeah. And and I know a lot of people think that about oh Don and Tom, nice mm-hmm, people. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, we I would hope you would you would subject us to the same scrutiny that we want you to subject everyone else to. Which is what? You you need to be skeptical. Well, first off, put on your little skeptical cap. Yeah, I think that's good. Oh, that's going to make next skeptical cat. So you got the I'm you got the those. red hat. You got the yeah yeah yeah. I'm going to do, an, I'm gonna do the a yellow one. skeptical hat. Red. Uh, well, the red hat is is merely suitable, yeah. and the green hat is best interest. Best interest. That's right. Okay. Oh, so now you're going to have the wow, skeptical skull hat. Skeptical hat. Yeah, I like that. Skull cap. Uh, you got it. This is business. This is not. Thank friendship. you. Thank you. Yeah. It, 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 can it become a more personal relationship? Sure. But should it start with making a business decision about yeah. the, the yeah. how are they going to charge me, the kind of work they do, how they manage money, what they believe? That should be at the beginning. Not that yeah. Tom's a good-looking fellow and speaks well. Well, that maybe that's a little bit of it. But okay, well. That- there's a, there's a little bit of. I'm a, not going to tell you which half you're right. <laughs> so on. I mean, but which people do they they and I'll be honest, they come into our office. I, I love the show. I love you guys. Are funny. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to hire you. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're that's not the that's, that's not, not a good, good no. It's not a good reason. So that's not a good reason. No. Let me tell you what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. If you are or plan to or even currently have a uh, financial advisor, if you're going to meet with one, talk to one financial advice provider of any 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 kind. First question. Ready? Take notes. Unless you're driving. Please don't. You ready? Yeah. Are you always, that's the key word, required to act in my best interest? Always required to act as a fiduciary. Always. If they say yes, then you say, next question. Do you sell any products, any products whatsoever that generate or provide a commission to you or your employees or your firm? That should rule you out. That should rule them out. Yeah, I agree. If they say they're not going to, most of them will say, uh, the insurance guys, they're going to say no. They're going to say no because they don't, they don't want to disclose that commission. So they're going to, and this is going to be the first big lie. They're going to tell you the big lie. No, 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 no. Well then how do you get paid? Do you charge a fee, uh, uh, assets under management? Uh, no, uh, the insurance company pays us. The company pays us. We get a, we, they pay us a fee to, to bring in business. Uh, isn't that a commission? 
no, not really, because you're not paying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they've really lied to you, and now you need to leave because they've lied. Everybody in this industry gets paid one of two ways. <laughs> one of two ways. They either charge you a very clear fee that is stated in advance, should be in a form called their ADV Part 2 brochure that you should at least read the fee section of. Oh, yeah, and those are so easy to read, plus the fact when it's sometimes... The fee section's not terrible. It sometimes says it fees can cannot exceed 3% a year. What? I, I read that today. I'm like, what What does that mean? Anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah they do up obfuscate to, in yeah, there. Anyway. But, um, okay, but, so fee but, but only, here's the clear, commissions, yeah. but there's other ways. People operate hourly. People do write plans. Right, 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 right. but I mean a fee. You either charge somebody okay. a fee yep. or you get a commission. For selling a product. Fair enough. One or the other. There is no third thing. They don't do it for free. I guarantee they don't do it for free. So if they don't tell you the truth in that first meeting, you need to leave. You need to walk away. You need to have the courage to walk away from these people. And if you want some help with that, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. And download the advisor interview form because it will do it for you. And where is that form? It'll make it easier. It's at talkingrealmoney.com slash help. Oh. Talkingrealmoney.com slash help. You can also go in there and look up what a lot of these advisory firms charge. You know, it can be as a Ameriprise in their ADV part two shows their maximum fee at right about 3% per year. But nothing more. Yeah, it'll be less than that. That or less. And folks, just uh, the reason I'm giggling is 3% is outrageous in today's oh. world. It's like a mutual fund that charges more than 1% today. Absolutely. They are living in a different a different universe than what's going on with the rest of the world. I'll put it Unless, that of course, your mutual fund is in England. Oh, then. gosh, yes, that's true. Yeah, we got, yeah okay. We, we got a note from a guy on one of our YouTube videos that said, oh, what we wouldn't give for four basis points yeah. on an ETF mm. over here. They're paying 50 basis oh, points on the same ETF. Crazy. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Money does indeed do that thing that they talk about in, what is it, cabaret? Uh, yeah, money makes the world go around. It makes a happy sound when I'm it makes the, the world go around. I remember the fellow who did that now. Who was that? That was um, his, Joel, Joel Gray. Gray. Yeah, his daughter, of course, was Money did some movies no. later. Yeah. Yeah, um, show. So we're, we're talking about money with you. Yeah. And you can call us with your money questions at 855-935-8255 here on Talking Real Money. How many times can I say money in the course of an hour? Money, 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 well, money. I, I have not even begun to money. Money up, dude. I'm going to. I'm going to ask a money question. This one was sent in, and boy, have a lot been sent in recently. Would you guys please speak some of these (laughs) instead of typing them? He's got a real thing about that. I don't know why. You can go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and if you have a mic on your computer, which most people have nowadays because of Zoom and all that stuff, you can speak it, and it actually sounds pretty good. Well, it depends on the person doing the recording. It depends. Yeah, I mean, if you... 
If you see, I have no, a pop filter. They don't, they, on they my don't like their voice. A lot of people don't. That's the, yeah. okay. All right, you ready yes, for questions? Please go ahead. I hope you Absolutely. know something about this oh. one. Actually, I do know okay, something about good. it too. Are you all aware of the margin interest rates that one can supposedly find at M1 Finance? They're claiming it's as low as 2%. Is this credible? What are your general thoughts on M1 Finance? They seem very low fee, but I'm wary unless I understand how they make their money. P.S. Love your podcast. I'm a tax-focused CPA. I bought and read your book. Very good read. Also, I met with one of your advisors from Vestry recently and had a very positive experience. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, back to yeah. the – okay, but let's just – Let's talk about M1. But let, I was going to say the margin thing first, but okay. Yeah, okay. All right, go do the margin Well, thing. I mean, again, I mean, I am not a fan of borrowing to invest at any level. I'm just not. It accelerates things up, accelerates adds, things down. It adds risk. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get it that some people think that's – I think people like picking stocks. They think that's how you invest. You don't need to invest that way to, to end up with a healthy amount of savings. So I, I personally wouldn't do that. I don't know what they're charging now. I think Schwab's is still I do. Like, oh, I do. You looked it I up? Do. I do. What is it? Uh-huh. Um, they charge 3.5. And what is Schwab charging? I think it's more than that. More than yeah, that. I think it's, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's like five or six or something. So this is money they're well, they loaning charge... you to buy stocks. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Now, but their, their margin limit, they have a very strict margin mm-hmm. limit of 35%. You can only borrow 35% of the value of your portfolio, which is more conservative than the law provides. Uh, but yes, you can get margin rates as low as 2% if you enroll in their M1 Plus program or something, I think is what it's called. It's 125 bucks a year. Oh, okay. To be a member of this club, the M1 club. And the, I mean, at M1, there's all kinds of different portfolios. Doesn't our friend Paul Merriman have a certain portfolio? Well, he thing? did. Yeah. I don't I know if he still does. I think he does. He probably does. Somebody told me about it. Lately. Um, but they're they're a they're a low no a low fee uh, brokerage firm where you can do things like I do. I mean, I have an account at Schwab. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, the only thing I don't, they don't, Schwab doesn't pre, well, they do, but I wouldn't hire them to do it. They pre-build portfolios and do some robot, uh, the robot portfolios, uh, robot advisor. And M1 does something very similar, but um, I have no problems with M1. And yes, they do lend money as low as 2%, but you got to, you got to pay them 125 a year. To be part of the program, to be able to buy, I mean, 2% is cheap money. Cheap money. That's very cheap money, and um, so yeah. No, I'm 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 always a fan of uh, and and what do they charge for trades and all the rest of it? I mean, it's on the low end, right? Or zero? Or yeah, it's you know, zero. Okay, well, it's about as low it's as you zero. get. Well, yeah. well, Schwab's Schwab's zero. Yeah, I know. They're pretty much. I pay everybody is. Everybody is. We've gone to zero. We've we've hit zero. Uh, it's a good thing they found other ways to make money mm-hmm. or the entire industry would be out of business. I'm guessing they make money on the amount of cash sitting around, probably, or the loaning money they, out. They, they, they make money on the cash, and then they make money on uh, on the, 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 uh, you know, the getting paid for trades. Oh, like, the order like flow. Like Robinhood did. Yeah, the order flow yeah. payments. I wonder if it's that's like going to be... You know, they get little chunks of change. Something's going to come out be, on that. That's going to have to be disclosed yeah, someday. Yeah, well, or... But or require those companies to take the best deal for their clients. The the difference in the industry between where it was when I started um, almost 40 years ago. With the dinosaurs. Yes, I got it. With the dinosaurs. I mean, really, we still had mutual funds back then with 8.5% commissions. 
we would do a hundred share tr- stock trade on a ten dollar stock for like two hundred dollars. Uh, we paid a lot. We paid a lot back then. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this pre-holiday weekend for a little education and we got bounced we're not on next saturday are we we're we're not on next you're on next Saturday. one of us is feeling pretty special there aren't you yeah i am that's because i came up with an idea i did i finally idea uh Uh, there's going to be uh I, i put together an hour of classic holiday christmas stories i shared with you wow from the from the uh, the litreading dot com archives, which is really hard on the radio because you can't see your lips. Lit lit lit. Oh, lit. And lit. Fa- as a matter lit. of fact, lit. in in the recording, I said I said that's lit reading, Tom, not lip reading. <laughs> of course, you. Did. I actually said that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I knew I knew you'd be so at what- home going. Lip reading. What about what's lip? So what time, I can't what time see you. are you actually on then next week? I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, but the program note: we will not be here next Saturday. Sorry. We will not be here next Saturday. Apparently, we're supposed to be here the Saturday after that. Although I was not going. I was going to take a day off. No, but we got the first. Come on, that's kind of a fun day. Tom. Tom I'll wants be here. me here. Well, I'll be here. I'll be here. You or not. won't be here by yourself. I'll get Herb or Paul you don't even or know somebody. How to, you don't even know how to dial up the station. <laughs> That's true. I, I yell. It's just across the lake. It's not that far. That's so. true. Hey, um, we're talking about your money, though. We're talking about how you can spend it better, save it better, invest it better, You know, give Christmas gifts better and all that kind of stuff. And we hope you'll give us a call if you have a question at 855-935-TALK, just, just like Russell did. Hi, Russell. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Don? Good, Russell. How are you? I'm fine. My question is, do total returns on a mutual fund include the cost of the mutual fund, the commissions and the expense ratios? Mm, they exclude the exp- they include no, they, the expense ratios, yeah. not the commissions. Not, not commissions, not the commissions. No. Nope. No. Okay. Expense ratio. So if I have a no-load fund mm-hmm. and an index fund, mm-hmm. And the no load fund charges me uh, four basis, uh, no, point four. 40 basis points. Yeah. Percent. Mm-hmm. And the, right, 40. And then the Vanguard fund I have charges point zero four. Mm-hmm. That's 10 times as much. But does that, the total return? The total return that, that you be, see reflected in the numbers yeah. is based on that, that deduction of those 40 basis points, mm-hmm. the four tenths of a percent. Okay, so if I have, if I compare my S and P five hundred to say Growth Fund of America, and the Growth Fund of America beats it, it actually beats the Vanguard Fund and including correct, the expense. Yeah. correct, yeah. correct, correct, correct. Oh, okay. yep, yep, yep. And Growth Fund of America, Growth Fund of America has beaten the index from remember, time to time. From time to time, yeah. Growth Fund of America is not the index, though. It is an actively managed portfolio right. that is much smaller sure. than the index. In terms uh, of the number of holdings? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it has. Yeah, it probably has 100 holdings, I'm guessing. Nowhere near the 500. 
And uh, they have several managers. I, I think they have four or five people that are actually managing yeah, the fund. A it's a team approach, which I think is silly, but it is. Because if you're an active manager, you believe you got a really smart guy, then let that smart guy run, or woman, let that person run the fund instead of having five different teams. So, no, there's been periods of time where that fund has outperformed. No question. Yeah. Yeah. So you paid an upfront. Wait a minute. Do you say, you're saying Growth Fund of America is four tenths of a percent? No, he said, uh, I think it's like 75. Uh, in our, yes. In our, in, no, no, no. No, no, our oh, you get you get you get you get a uh, you get an institutional share because the the A shares uh, the expense ratio is point six one, uh, but in your four in your four hundred one you're going to get it for less. Yeah, you're going to get it for a little less. But the portfolio, let me just look. I want to make sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting it's a hundred stocks, but I could be betting. No, wrong. no, no. It's four. It's four. Four hundred. But what what are what is the fund? Uh, Tesla. Yeah. Followed by Microsoft. Mm, maybe there's some Amazon in there. Uh, wait, Netflix is actually a okay. bigger holding, right. uh, which is surprising. Facebook, Amazon, Alphabet, Alphabet, United Health, Broadcom. It looks a lot like it, but they overweight some stocks. Yeah. Like, for example, Netflix. They own more Netflix than the index. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they've. Okay, uh, but they still have 20% fewer stocks. Oh, sure, Say it any way sure, you sure, like, sure, but sure, still, sure, it's still fewer, sure. not as few as I thought. Sure, so. sure, sure. And over 15 years, and this is this is where the real, the rubber meets the real road. The longer term, over, over that period of time, they've dramatically underperformed the index. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I'm Don McDonald here with Tom Cock the Jock. And he just sunk a basket with a wadded up ball yeah, of paper. Like and he good six like, footer. It's a good six footer. No <laughs> rim needed. Just straight. Nothing but net there. Look good. Yeah. 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 I just don't think you did anything spectacular. But you. In my little world, it is big news, baby. Congratulations. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. That is our telephone number here. Talking real money. And Kathy, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hello, hey, Kathy. You're yeah. on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What's up? Okay. Okay, I've got a quick question about something my sister told me the other day, that she's got a a 401 account that she's had for years. She's retired now. She hasn't touched it. And she also has a uh, IRA. I think it's an, a Roth IRA. Okay. I'm not sure. Anyway, she said she was going to cash in her... 401, not cash it in, but she was going to put her 401 in the same pot as her IRA, but isn't one pre-tax and one's post-tax? If it refers, and they mix them, yeah, if it, yeah, without her paying the tax. Well, on? a 401k no, could be no. either pre-tax no, or what, post-tax. Yeah, right. could be but a regular. If she has 401k. a pre-tax 401. Yeah. She can't move that into a Roth without paying taxes on everything she moves into the Roth. As like regular income tax. Yeah. So you might not want to do that that abruptly. Okay, so she would have to claim that on her. Yeah, I mean, here's another strategy. Yep. She could do part of it. I mean, or you could move some to an or, IRA and some to a Roth. Or she could just she could just move it to an IRA in the yeah, same investments. Yeah. 
you know, use the same portfolio, just do it in a regular IRA instead of a Roth IRA. But if you move from a regular 401k, 401k mm-hmm. regular IRA, you got to pay taxes. Regular income tax rate. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And the holiday season and, uh, is here. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking for that hard, you're to shop for that hard to shop for person. Apparently, most of America. Uh, I'm just giving people money. I'm just handing out money this year. I'm you? just going to the bank mm. and get bills. Mm. I'm going to get a big old wad of them and just throw them at people. That's not what people want. 65% of the people, Don, 65% according to the survey from Magnify Money. You know what they want? Mm-hmm. They don't want your cash. Please. They don't want your so gifts. They want toys? They don't want your silly they jokes. They don't want gifts. No, they want. What do they want? They want stocks and cryptocurrency, which is really hard to wrap up under the tree, from what I'm told. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, then you know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get a plastic bag and hold it up to my mouth like this and go, <laughs> and blow it all up and twist it and go. This is just exactly like cryptocurrency, except it really hasn't caught on yet. Sixty-five percent. All I want people. for Christmas is my AMC stock. My AMC oh. stock. Stop. Okay. Just stop. Because Kurt has a question. Okay. Thank you, Kurt, for saving us from the bad song. Hi, Kurt. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. Uh, Merry Christmas. You too, sir. Since you all are going to be here next year. We, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, I had a question. Uh, you, you guys, it's, earlier in the program, and you've mentioned this before, you advise a lot of Fidelity and Vanguard uh, ETFs and index funds. Um, how about their uh, financial advisors? Now, I know they all work for commissions, and they are often eager to uh, make sure that you – get all your accounts in either the Vanguard or the Fidelity account, depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But uh, generally speaking, would you advise a uh, uh, someone going to a fiduciary uh, represent, representing one of those firms? Well, here, here's the way I think you should look at it. Number one, you correctly point out that if you hire an advisor at Vanguard, by the way, they have fee-only advisors, so you so don't have to pay commissions. So they are fiduciaries. And they don't charge very much. Uh, but, yes, will they only use Vanguard products? Sure. If you go to Fidelity, they will only use Fidelity. There's no question. Number two, uh, what we've seen, Kurt, is the experience is not as personal as if you work with a more local registered investment advisor. Doesn't mean you have to, but it, like, what we've seen is the experience is more personal that way. And oftentimes it's a little more, they drill a little deeper than they do from a national firm like a Fidelity or a Vanguard. Yeah, now bear in mind, Vanguard's is kind of a bare bones offering. It's it's just it's a much simpler offering than Fidelity's wealth management. The Fidelity wealth management platform is very, very, very similar to every other fiduciary investment registered investment advice firm out there. And just the, here's the the basics: one, the, their minimum, like most firms, is a quarter of a million. That's ours, right? Quarter of a million. It is. Yes. Yeah, their fees. The lowest fee they charge is half a percent for big accounts. The highest fee they charge is one and a half percent, which is spendy. Which we think, yeah. which is what we think that's pretty expensive. Um, and they they have a fiduciary responsibility, mm-hmm. which means if they can, if there is a better product mm. outside of Fidelity, they would have technically 
an obligation to consider that product. But I'd uh, love to see where unlikely. that happened. Yeah, that's unlikely I, because with index funds, fidelities are massively competitive. Yeah, they really are. I think it's more about the experience you want to get from your advisor rather than necessarily the usage of their own products. That right. that's how I'd look at it. So, does that help? Somebody that you're comfortable with, and that yeah, somebody like who trust. somebody who who you feel like really is doing the independent planning. work too. I mean, that's another way to look yeah. at it. So. Not to tout our, but we are independent, right? No, well, we are. Well, but there are a lot of independent. No, no, no. I'm not saying not just us, but but compared to Fidelity or Vanguard, where they are not independent, right? They're going to use their own products. We're going to use what we believe is the very, very best every day, and those things change, right? So, which we'll talk about next hour. I would shop around. I I mean, I would shop. I think Fidelity or Vanguard, they they can be perfectly uh, good for a lot of people, and and they have been. Uh, But I always think it's a good idea to shop around and ask those questions. You know, are you always a fiduciary? That kind of stuff. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. And Dave, you're next. Welcome to the show. Oh, oh, Dave. Never mind. All I want for Christmas is my A. No, 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 Dave. Call back, Dave. (laughs) Hurry, quick, call back. Uh, Jane is there, though. Okay, Jane, we've got a couple minutes. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Glad to do it. I've heard you guys talk about I-bonds, and I wanted to get some, but I was wondering, can I have my broker put those in my either my Roth or my regular IRA? No. 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 no, I have to do it myself. You have to do it yourself, but boy, is it easy. Yeah. Oh. You just you go to treasurydirect.gov. Treasurydirect.gov. And you go you go get the I-bonds, maximum of $10,000 worth a year. Uh, you just connect a bank account. They put them into your Treasury Direct account. That's the only place they can be held yeah. is in a Treasury Direct account. And they're still uh, pay, are okay. they still paying well, 7? Yeah, yeah, they're paying 7.1. Yeah, I mean, right now, not a lot of places you can get. Well, we'll talk about this later. Not a lot of places you can get a safe seven percent. Well, I'll say almost but none. Bear but bear in mind, yeah. the money's locked up, and you don't know what the yeah. future rate will be because it changes it every does, six months. Every six months, so that's an issue. But um, yeah, I and that, talk. We're talking about Christmas gifts. That wouldn't be a bad gift, but you you couldn't give it away. It'd still be in your name. It'd have to. Yeah. Well, or you could just give somebody the money to buy it. Yeah, that's true. Or, or set it and in all joking Thanks. aside and thank you jane for the call what? about the gift thing i won't sing the song anymore okay i get that please don't but we do yeah. like 529s huh? yeah, during the holidays like i'm those. doing those sure. for my grandkids i'm doing those yeah i think those make sense stuff like that rather than giving meme stocks and cryptocurrency not so oh, great. please yeah give somebody something that's that's maybe going to do something in the future Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. What you spend most of your time planning for financially is retirement, either getting there or managing your money to maintain the income you need while you're there, lifestyle decisions, all kinds of stuff comes up when we talk about retirement, which is why we have 
Retire meet in person or virtually. February twenty sixth, we'll be at the Maiden Bower and Belt. Yes, we'll be socially distanced. Yes, you'll have to be vaccinated. Yes, you'll have to wear a mask, but you can still eat your great sandwich, and you get to hear from some terrific speakers: Don, myself, Rick, Greg, Rick, Herb Weisbaum. You get the idea here. Some terrific people to help you with all the topics you need to know at retiremeet.com. Get the tickets because yeah. we're only going to limit the number of people that can show up. RetireMeat.com works too. Um, can I just like wear like that guy on the plane just wear underwear over my face or something? No, <laughs> that's not underwear. By <laughs> the you, way, did you see the guy on the yes, plane with I the? Saw oh him. my that's gosh! Gross. Go to RetireMeat spelled either way dot com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?